I told y'all I would be back. What's up, everybody? This is Terrence. Um, this is an interview that I did probably last week um, with the District Rain FC. They're like a showcase soccer team and academy out in Washington, D.C. Um, I thought this was a great interview. I thought it was a lot of great content in here, and I wanted to share this all with you guys. Um, take a listen to this recap. Um, this will be episode 11, um, a little bit of a point five type of deal, um, but I want you to enjoy this just as much as I did. So take a listen. We've got five people watching already. Yeah, I sent the link. I sent the link out to everybody. Damn. So <laughs> it should be an interesting crowd. I think like half my friends might be joining. So if you get any weird <laughs> questions, that's that's my fault. But shout out to them. No problem. <laughs> we are we're equipped to deal with all of the weird questions. I'm here for it. Perfect. I'll let them filter in so they don't miss any of the action on episode twelve. Here with Terrence Diggs from D17. Oh, episode 12. We're here live. We're back after a short hiatus. We've got a whole run of episodes coming up over the next part of this month and into September. So make sure that you guys are staying tuned for that. Today's the 12th our 12th episode we designed it like that just on purpose for this episode 12. if anybody else wants to banter that that's great i love the intro <laughs> yeah matthew's ad-libbing and said it. i'll start scatting here soon <laughs> i love it anything crazy the intro music whatever you've got I'm, I'm ready. I'm excited to be here. <laughs> we should do intro music and then we make it like a real podcast. It is a real podcast. It would yeah, make got, like we have our theme music. I got the mic and everything. I got the, <laughs> the, the studio thing. I got my little mic down here. You know, I got my little hidden stuff in the back, you know, all my sports stuff. Um, I don't know if my kickball teammates are watching, but I got all the balls behind me. So they'll probably be like, yeah, uh, kickball's here, baby. Ball's so hard. <laughs> <laughs> got to love it. So D D17 is in, in the kickball as well, right? Yeah, we, uh, you know, maybe a little bit. We did some uh, sponsored shirts for last year. Nice. Um, so we played on a, a lot of my friends were like, getting kind of getting kind of up there now so we can't be playing a lot of crazy stuff so we uh we joined a kickball league and um man that was the funnest thing i ever did in a long time at, <laughs> at 25 i never thought i'd be signing up for a kickball league but yeah um, it was fun you know i love being competitive so it's nice to really jump back out right. and like uh just to get a feel for something but it just kind of sucked because the teams that we played against were a, a little bit I would say more mature than we are. We were by far <laughs> uh, the youngest team. So um, it was it was pretty fun to just actually just go out there and actually still be with people that were like competitive and really just try to, uh, you know, make it seem like you're really going to go out and play, not just kicking the ball for fun. Like I'm sweating. I'm, I'm grabbing my knees. My shorts is, is coming down. It's so bad. I had to go buy a headband because I'm sweating so much. I think I'm in shape. My friends, like they all play college sports. Um, so, you know, we're thinking 
I'm thinking, you know, running from home to base would be a breeze. But once I got there, I'm like, oh my goodness, this is, this is for real. This is, this is crazy. So, you know, a little background, <laughs> a little background <laughs> behind all the. That's how you stuff. know it's real when the sweatpants come out. Oh man, when the, the sweat, I had a sweatband, I was going to get an arm sleeve. They had me okay. pitching and my arms hurting. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to stretch it out and I'm, I'm getting K's back to back. And I'm like, yo, I'm really hurting right now wow. <laughs> in a, in a kickball league. So, <laughs> you know, it was fun though. So if they join, I'm sure they're going to, they're going to say something stupid or they're going to be like, yeah, it's the, they were calling me a, they're calling me Trance Verlander. Cause I was just going crazy, but maybe not anymore. Maybe till next year when uh, COVID's gone, I have to bring it back. So shout out to them. I feel like COVID brings everything down. <laughs> like, yeah. By the way, here's a pandemic for you. Uh, yeah, I was so ready too. So many things, but we'll get to that in the, uh, in the interview. Mm-hmm. Let's go ahead and get started. Um, so welcome to Rain Talks. Uh, this is a web show started from District Rain FC, which is a, a nonprofit soccer club in uh, Washington, D.C., whose mission is to provide access to players around uh, the city in the DMV um, to professional and world-class coaching and holistic player development. And here we are uh, with my co-host Aishu talking with Terrence Diggs from D17 Athletics. Welcome. Yeah, hi guys. This is Aishu. I'm the marketing director for District Rain Football Club. And today, like Matthew said, we're here with Terrence Diggs, who's a Maryland designer, entrepreneur, creative, and apparently professional kickball player. (laughs) He's the founder and creative director of D17 Clothing and D17 Athletics. And he's a trained designer who's worked with musicians and rap artists from the DMV area and runs his own podcast about his creative lifestyle called Digsy Radio. Thanks for joining us today. Jeez, that sounds super professional. (laughs) Yeah, uh, glad to be here. Um, I've been a, a, a recent fan of Rain Talks. So I was watching some of the older ones and I remember that I was like, okay, um, I have to get on this. So I'm glad you guys reached out um, and thought I was cool enough to at least uh, <laughs> come on and, and speak my piece, you know. Still, you know, D17 is still kind of small, but really trying to make some waves. Um, and I appreciate you guys giving me the platform to really just come and uh, tell my story. Yeah, definitely, thank you for your time. Yeah, exactly. The more people we have from the DMV area on here, the better better it gets we're looking at that community engagement so i love it that's why i'm here i'm here to i'm here to be in the community you know i'm ready to rain on some people (laughs) (laughs) possible new tagline there matthew could be be. oh yeah throw that on the throw that on the the training shirts (laughs) yeah that's what i'm here for yes all the all the taglines that's a, a pretty lucrative gig Say some cool stuff. Go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they pay a lot of money for some taglines. You know, like the McDonald's, just I'm loving it. You know, you got to get yeah. uh, royalty fees on that. So, mm-hmm. I mean, hey, if you can come up with something that cool, by all means, keep writing them down. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. 
So let's let's get into the meat of of what D17 is and how it got started. Yeah, so um, kind of basing off my kind of intro. So I'm a designer out of Maryland. Uh, I guess you could say entrepreneur and a little bit of now what's being that term coined of like of creative. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm guessing that's just people that like to make tangible items that like to do either video or film. It could be photo, uh, graphic design. So I guess that kind of encapsulates everything with really out having to put a specific title. Um, so kind of a little bit how I got inspired to start it. Um, I was back in college, I went to Towson University and I was making t-shirts for a lot of like local musicians out here. Um, I was doing anytime there was like a student uh, organized event, I was designing the shirts for it. Just something small, you know, things they gave out if it was like a, you know, something in a certain part of the campus, you know, oh, we need you to make the shirt, we need you to make the shirt. And so the biggest one we did was called West Fest. So that was like the Western part of Towson, the newer area and every year they ask me oh you're gonna make another t-shirt and i'm like yeah i'll do it i'll do it the first time it's cool then the next year they're like all right year's coming where's that shirt design and i'm like all right um y- you know i don't mind doing it but hey i'm still i still gotta go to class too yeah. so it's like um it kind of always was that kind of i guess you could say foundation that people were always coming to me mm-hmm. to create clothing and even in high school um back at oakland mills i never was like yeah, I'm going to be a clothing designer and I'm going to do this and do that. I was just, you know, somebody that had a mind that was just creative. And I was like, oh, I'll draw this. Like I, I drew friends like tattoos. Mm-hmm. I drew like, um, you know, little like painting the ceiling and the classrooms and stuff like that, mm-hmm. just like for fun. And then probably towards the end of my career at Towson, I was sitting in my dorm keep in mind this is like the craziest thing like how they say how like amazon started and apple and everything i used to be um an ra so i was on duty and i was getting ready to leave to go down the desk um and i was sitting in my room and someone just called me and they were like yo it's d17 i'm like who are y'all talking to um (laughs) so it was actually one of my uh one of my teammates uh my friend george so my last name is Diggs and my number back in high school was 17. Mm-hmm. So they're always like just saying like random stuff and somehow like the 17 kind of grew on to me. Um, Cause when I got it in high school, I hated it. I was like, this is the grossest number. Like it's not cool, like a seven or a 10, a 23 or a one. Yeah. Um, because back in the day I was inspired by, his name was Kyle Harrison. He was a lacrosse player at Johns Hopkins and he was number 18. Um, so I was like, yeah, I'm gonna get 18. I'm gonna be the coolest dude. I'm gonna be so swaggy. Like he was a boss. So I was like, I have to be like this guy. I have to have his number. And I remember, um, we were at workouts and like, usually the seniors get their numbers first, like all like the returning guys get their numbers. And I remember my coach, coach Ritz came up to me and he was like, all right, Diggs, you get two, you get two numbers, 27 or 17. And I was like, Ah, just give me the 17. So I took it um, and kind of just always kept the number and everyone just, just called me Diggs growing up. It just was quick and easy. Um, and I was just sitting in my room, my dorm, and I was just drawing the the D17, like what the logo is now. And I was like, man, this is kind of cool. I'll just, yeah, I'll just kind of make a little shirt. I went to a Michaels and I bought like, you know, the transfer paper. I yeah. printed it out. 
I bought an old cruddy t-shirt and I just printed it on there. And I remember I showed my friends, I was like, yo, like I made this shirt for a class um, for my senior thesis. And I was like, yeah, it's called, it's called D17. And they're like, oh, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. So I'm like, okay, um, I'll kind of just see where it goes and kind of see what builds off of it. So I kept the logo. And then just like everybody else that kind of gets into clothing, um, I just went to custom ink and I like got maybe like six shirts for me, uh, three of my friends and my little sister actually. And we went down to the Columbia mall and just did like a photo shoot. So I was like, okay, let's see how they do. We made three colorways, a black one, a white one, and a red one. Um, and I got together, um, with this photographer, Kevin Thompson, and we just shot it at the mall. It was, it, the pictures came out phenomenal. Um, I started posting them on social media and people like, how can I get that? How can I get that shirt? How can I do this? And I was like, oh crap, I actually got something <laughs> going on here. So that was probably 2016, um, right when I graduated. So I was like, okay, I think I can, uh, I think I can make something out of this. And then here we are four years later. I did not think that I would be in this position. Um, it's just like, you just make one shirt, people want it. And it's funny to this day, I never, I never sold the first ones I made. They never came out, which is funny. Um, I just kept kind of rolling with it. So kind of inspired by you know, my sports career, my art career, kind of what I was doing um, freelance and then putting it all together. And then boop, the brand came to be. That's a great origin story. Yeah. I love it. It's it just like happened. It's super funny. It it because most people think like you know you jump into something they think like oh I've been, you know I've been had a camera in my hand since I was a baby and I've been photo like taking photography. Um, not saying that's not a cool story, but that just wasn't how my story went. I've always been creative, but then once it started to get into kind of like the business aspect, it's like okay, so you can make T-shirts. You can actually you don't have to be the one to print them because at first I was doing it by myself getting the uh, the shirts from Michael's yeah. <laughs> and like iron printing them in my room, in my dorm room. And like I gave one to my buddy, George. And I was like, yo, put this picture on it, take this shirt on Let's take a picture with it and put it on social media. Um, and he was like, all right, well, let's do it. And then it just like kept going and going and going. Um, and just the community aspect is just, you know, we have, I've always worked with um, photographers and artists from my high school or alumni or in the community. Uh, everybody that's modeled, it's always like my friends, my day ones. Um, and I always give them feedback too. They always wanna suggest things. And I'm like, hey, what what you got? What you, what you trying to do? Um, and I just been able, like I said, being a creative, taking an idea, making it tangible was definitely like the first step into uh, what D17 came to be today. Yeah, and that feeling is addictive, isn't it? When you're like, oh. you're making something and then it's it's real. Yeah, it's... Once you once you actually get to feel it, um, especially I know just in like T-shirts, once you actually get to sit down and like, wow, I made this on the computer right. and then now I can like hold it or I can wear it and you can see like the reception of it. Um, it's crazy. Like it's so interesting to see. Even when, when we made the first shirts, they're just like little, uh, you know, custom ink mm -hmm. T-shirts and people are like, wow, like how can I get one? How can I be a part of this? And I'm like... Yo, I just made some shirts in my room. Like <laughs> I was just, you know, this was for a class. This wasn't like I sat down and thought about it. I like 
was in, I was legitimately in class. Um, and it's funny because I still see my professor till today. Um, and I was like, yo, remember I made that design in your class? <laughs> and then I was like, yo, wait one minute. I go out and I'm like, boom, check it out. And I got the hats now. Yeah. I got the water bottles. I got the shirts, everything. So yeah, it's a, it's a good time. I love, I love doing it. So that's cool. Kind of a question that's been like jumping around in my head. How big of a role did social media play in like you bringing up this brand? Cause it seems like you talk, you posted like those first pictures on social media and then people were like, oh my gosh, I want this. Yeah. So I will say Instagram, even to this day, when I check like the stats, Instagram has always played a huge part in kind of just like developing the brand. Um, and now today, so I do marketing kind of for like, you know, paying the bills type stuff. So um, using, utilizing that, Cause I knew I'm always on Instagram, just such doing random stuff, looking at things. And when I first started to build the page out, it was just interesting to see like when you post something and then like people are resharing it or they're commenting and they're like telling people, um, it's just like, you know, that new central hub for like communication really. And just kind of showcasing stuff. Um, really, I honestly was just posting on Instagram, like on my, you know, random ones. And I was like, Hey, you know, I made this shirt. This is what I did. And then half of that being the storytelling, like, Hey, you know, I was, I'm just a guy that likes to make stuff. Like, it's not like I have this crazy origin story or stuff like that. I'm just, I'm just hardworking and took something that I saw was beneficial and really put it towards something, uh, not knowing it would be a lot bigger, but really just consistently just like, okay, what can I make next? What can I make next? And it's crazy because there's always like leaps and bounds when it comes to, you know, starting anything really. Cause at one point it was making the shirts on custom ink. Then it was kind of like doing the drop shipping. So like you just, another company just makes them for you and you don't really see them. They just ship them out. It yes. was doing that. And then it was like, okay, now I got to, find another website to do it. Now I got to find a local print shop to do it. Now I got to do this and do this and do this. And it's, it's all trial and error, but like, it's, it's just interesting because social media, I can just show all the good parts. They don't want to see, you know, me up at three in the morning looking at fabrics. Like there's a difference between Pantone A and Pantone B. It's both the same red, but one has a little bit more black in it. But it's like, when I get on Instagram, you can see, boom, look at all this stuff we did and really just highlight um, the process. But I know for my end, I was always, I was documenting everything. And I think that's what social media really did for me. Like, I remember specifically, it was me, uh, my friend, John, my other friend, John, and my friend, Jorge. And we went to a print shop out here and I hit them up and I was like, hey, th this company, I sent them an email and they want to like print the stuff. And I was like, Yo, I'm really nervous. I don't want to go by myself. So they came with me and, um, you know, we all sat down together and it's like, man, we, we came in like we were a company. It's not, you know, four dudes that just took the day off for the day <laughs> that showed up. Um, but it was just like, I was, my friend Jorge was like taking the pictures of like us walking into the, the print shop, us like sitting at the table. Like this is, this is the steps that it takes to really, sit down and R&D a, a product and you know shout out to shout out to Andrea I'm watching the chat now on, on YouTube uh, I forgot her name her name was Andrea and she sat down with me and she knew I was nervous and you know, I tried to talk my talk but 
she knew everything. And she honestly was kind of like a really early mentor um, about like how it comes to like screen printing, how it is to, you know, diversify product, like what it is to customize product. Like if it's putting a custom tag or doing pre-orders or just getting a lot more product instead of like, oh, I have 10 shirts. And then you don't do anything for like another three months. She was always like, you got to get more because you never know who you're going to run into. And I know there's times like with social media, it's kind of crazy because sometimes you don't, you don't really see sometimes who's on the page. And I was in Columbia Mall one time and I had the shirt on. It wasn't this one specifically, but it looked like it. And this guy comes up to me. I don't remember the store. And he was like, yo, I seen that shirt before. I'm like, really? Eh, where'd you see that? So, oh, I saw it on my friend's Instagram. And it's funny because my friend uh, used to work at that store. So I guess they followed each other. She ended up going to another company and he saw the shirt. And he's like, man, where'd you get it? Where'd you get it? Like, I gotta know. Uh, and, and at first I was kind of like really insecure about saying like, yeah, I have my own clothing line and I do this mm -hmm. and I design everything. I was like, yeah, my, my boy made it. So they're like, oh yeah, really? Uh, how can I get one? I was like, yeah, just uh, go to the Instagram and just like shoot them a DM and they'll, they'll get you one. I never said who I was to this day. I just did, I did the package, took it to UPS and shipped it to them. Um, and I just wrote them a note like, hey, thanks for the support. Mm -hmm. uh d17 clothing and then that's kind of where it was like okay maybe i should start like putting myself out there because even when i was at towson i was always like the guy like in the shadows like i always say i was like the batman of design like i would stay <laughs> up really late but i never really took a lot of credit for anything and that's not saying that you know i was scared it was just like you know it's always so many people that put hands into things i i felt bad saying like oh i did all this alone but it's like with photo shoots, it's somebody that's printing the shirts. You're on the phone with the printer. You're on the phone with, you know, accounting. You're on the phone with the photographer. You're on the phone with somebody else. It's like, there's so many other people that are within the process. And I'm just like, you know, it's not really me. Um, but nowadays I'm kind of more putting myself and like my friends are like, yo, man, you gotta, you gotta shrug your shoulders a little bit. Like, <laughs> come on dog. Like you do all this work. Like we yeah. gonna support you regardless. Yeah. And it's like, you know, don't be afraid to put your name on it. And I mean, I mean, your name, I don't mean, I'm not trying to curse, but like your name is in it. So it's like, you know, not the D is just my, the first letter of my last name. And people are like, oh, what's it stand for? It stand for this? I'm like, nah, cause it's like, it's kind of like that unknown variable, you know? So um, it could be dedication. It could be destiny. It could be, you know, dogging somebody on the field. Like yeah. it's what, it's what you make it, you know? And the 17 is just such a unique number. Um, you know, it was gross to me when I first had it, but it was like, I was the only guy in Howard County that had like the 17. And uh, it was funny because my boy was number 19. So like, yeah, we're 17 and 19, man, what you gonna do? Like, <laughs> you know, it's not like a 23 or a seven or a three or a one. Yeah, 17, so. You need to make your own backstory for that. Yeah, and it's, <laughs> it's definitely interesting. Um, and I don't know if you all have seen the show Last Chance You um on netflix so <laughs> so i guess the new season the coach doesn't allow people to pick their numbers he assigns their numbers mm. to the players and they show a snippet where one of the guys i think he's a cornerback and he's pissed off he's like he's like coach you gave me a cruddy number and he's like well, what number did you get and he was like i got 36 and i'm a wide i'm a corner like you know i, I want to be like Deion sanders like a 21 or something mm. like that and he was like, he's like, son, it's, it's you that makes the number. So 
um, you know, with the brand just really, you know, evolving the seven. And it's crazy, like how the number keeps popping up. Like you see things like my car was like a 2017. I started the brand almost in 2017. Like it just all kind of lined up. And then at this point, I was like, you know, we just going to keep it. We're going to make it cool. I think it's cool. So <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's definitely a good look. And I think it does give that little bit of edge and mystery to it because it's not something mm. that's immediately defined. Mm. You know, it, it lets people kind of fit their own ending and, and kind of kind of absorb the number in a similar way to, to what you did, which is mm -hmm. kind of what your brand is about and, and bringing in that community and, and bringing in that inclusion as well. Yeah, definitely. Um, what was my next thing? So it, on the on the marketing side, and this has been kind of different in the digital age in terms of visibility and documentation, because you were actually able to kind of document the entire come up, right? Mm, yeah. Um, I think that that's pretty awesome. I think that goes into your into your whole story of, of development and, and how you built everything up. It's definitely, it's definitely a blessing also to have friends out take pictures of you at like random moments. <laughs> uh, my friend Jorge's always, he'd be sneaking the randomest pictures of all time. I don't even know where I'd be standing right next to him. He'll be like, yo, check this flick out. I just took, I'm like, how did you even get that? Like I was standing, I never saw you take the phone out. Like I've never saw you like tell me to turn around. And it honestly, it'd be the dopest pictures ever. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, dude, how, how are you doing this? And he'd be sneaking them. He'd be sending them to me at like him and I stay up late all the time. He'll send it to me at like midnight. He'd be like, yo, check this out. And I'm like, <laughs> when, it, when did you take a picture of me? Like when we were going into the, uh, into the first print shop and it's like this cool picture. And it, he like, he like uh, Snapchatted the sticker from the logo and put it on there. And he was like, we up, we up. And I was like, yo, how, how did you do this? And he always keeps them. And then, you know, it's interesting, like with Snapchat and stuff, going back and looking at like the memories and like the archives on Instagram. It's like, man, look at me. I was so nervous. Like I was, I really was like nervous sitting in that first meeting. Um, but like my friends were with me and they, they stuck by us. So it's like, okay, cool. Uh, if if I if I get nervous or if I start rambling, they'll just like put me back and they're like, "Yo, son, you." If she steps away, like you kind of bugging right now, dog. Like what? Are you, like what are you doing? You're supposed to be the leader. You you can't be like, you know, taking that back seat. Like let her know what you want. Like yeah. drive the brand how you want it to go. Don't let, you know, what you think might happen, uh, kind of deter you away from it. And yeah, that's what we we preach to the players a lot too. And being specific in your communication because that's the only way that you're going to get what you actually want. Mm -hmm. It's like going into a subway and saying, I want a sandwich and just being okay with whatever they put on there instead of actually being like, this is exactly what I want and being satisfied and, and content and happy with what you got at the end. That's a good, that's a great analogy. Cause I know sometimes like when you go to subway and you know sometimes you're like picking out what you want and sometimes they put like a little bit of something wrong and everyone just makes that ah i did not want you know pickles on my sub and you're just like you kind of go through the day kind of bitter yeah and you're just like ah, i got it uh, yeah. it was five bucks you know i gotta suck it up <laughs> so 
definitely. Um, I think you, you've really been creating a buzz. So what's next for D17? Where are you going from here? Uh, yeah, so really just, I guess you could say expanding. I mean, obviously making a lot more um, just product for people. I know one thing that we've kind of kept a little bit um, is like that exclusivity kind of thing. So it's like, you know, I could make a hundred shirts, but it's like, you know, let's maybe let's bring it down to like 40. So it's like really tailoring to the community. um, And as people kind of learn about the brand and come on it, it's always interesting. Kind of like that streetwear aspect that I think we really kind of took a little bit of an ethos from like the Supreme or like vape and stuff like that. And I know me personally, it's some stuff that I've always seen like on Instagram and I'll see somebody in person. I'm like, how did you get that? Like I'm, I'm always interested and I always want to learn more. Um, so kind of like taking a little bit of that, not saying we're like denying anybody, um, but it's like really taking that yeah. sort of perspective mm-hmm. um, and then really trying to with D17 athletics. So it's all under the same umbrella, yeah. um, nothing like anything different. So it's like, you know, like the Nike stuff you can wear to the mall, like the Nike stuff you actually wear on the field. Um, to kind of put it in an example. So like D17 athletics um, is kind of like my athletic side that was to me. The like D17 clothing, which is like the main, was like the artistic side of me. Um, so now with athletics, um, like working with you guys, um, shout out to Columbia FC out here. Um, still trying to work on some other like youth organizations um, in the area that I can really try to either sponsor or just try to really develop relationships with um, because like I was, I was one of them and that's how I ended up getting along with you guys. So I was like, Hey, like I used to be that kid looking for training. I used to be that kid that wants to play like uh, you know, whatever sport it is. And the fact that you guys is such like a diverse and just really like inviting community. Cause like I said, like how we got to this point when I jumped in the live stream and I'm this random account saying like, Hey, what's up? <laughs> I love, I love what you guys do. Like, you know, kind of, it's kind of weird. Cause we were like telling the same story. Yeah. Um, so it's like kind of getting that type of community and really nowadays just showing more that the brand is more than just, you know, a t-shirt or a hat or something. So kind of go back on a campaign that we just did, um, kind of addressing the current climate now. We did a t-shirt campaign. Um, that was a three-year anniversary of what was called Art Drives Culture. Um, so that was something like a quote that I was really inspired by. And we did like a Power Ranger themed shoot. And I like, I like love the Power Rangers. Um, so it actually, that was the first campaign that it really got a lot of buzz on the internet. Um, and then we brought it back for the three year anniversary, but instead we kept the graphic, but changed it to black art drives culture. Um, so kind of just putting that spin on it. Yeah. And we were raising money for a lot of organizations in Maryland, like uh, the Black Mental Health Alliance in Baltimore, um, the Vibe Room Creative Fund. They're a DC based um, online publication. We did some stuff with the Equal Justice Initiative, um, just kind of raising money for them. It wasn't like, you know, in the crazy tens of thousands, but it was something to show like, hey, um, you know, we understand like this is what's going on in the world, you know, the pandemic, uh, Black Lives Matter things. 
and like the protests. And I know there's a lot of people that with the pandemic, um, I went out and protested myself out here in Colombia, and a lot of people can't go because of the virus. So it's like, you know, I want to, I want to show my support, but I, I got to be alive too. So that was super nice just to allow people to really show their, not only their support, but just like giving them something back. And like I told people, I was like, look, I'll make some, and I just want you to just, I'll take all the money and I'll donate it to these places, like nothing crazy. I tried to keep it as transparent as possible, not just like, oh, well, we're going to donate it to here. I was like, well, here's the causes that are, I mean, affecting me as well. Like I know working from home is different for a lot of people. I know that being on lockdown is affecting a lot of people. Um, both artists, athletes, like I, I know the pain, like if you're, you know, a high school junior and you're going into your senior year and like, dang, my season just got cut. Cause that was, that was me in high school um, going into my senior year and I was playing golf in lacrosse um, junior to senior year was my biggest jump um, in turn athletically. I was ready. I was ready to go. I was doing clearinghouse stuff. I was talking to my coach. I'm like, look, man, we're, we're shooting to go play NCAA um, at this, this season. Yeah. I, I'm going to ball out, but like, we're, we're looking, we're looking for the next level now. So, you know, I, my heart goes out to those kids and even the ones still out training and, and keeping their bodies right. Cause now is the time to find the good out of it. Like, Hey, now's the time you can go run those hills on your own time and not have to get yelled at. Or like, I know the gyms are closed too, but like, Hey, start developing relationships with your teammates. Like, you know, if you're playing soccer and you're a striker, get to know the goalie, like, Hey, let's go. Can I take some shots on you today? Or like, you know, get one of your buddies that plays, you know, in the back line and like, Hey, let's, let's just do drills. Let's, let's get your shooting up. So, you know, if you ever want to bring the ball up and you want to rip it from the top of the box, go for it. Like we worked on it. Um, and I know that was some stuff like over the summer, that's when you get that time when things were normal, but now it's like, you know, you know, exercise is good for the mind and just keeping that together and keeping that schedule, um, even through these crazy times is, is, you know, keeping you sane. Yeah. And I think this time will be, you know, kind of, kind of separating because not all the athletes are going to do, you know, the, the things that you were talking about. So they, they may have started high school, you know, being a top prospect in the country and then the pandemic hits and there might be somebody that's working harder through the pandemic. Mm -hmm. um, so I think there's definitely going to be some people that are, are surpassing what they thought was possible um, during this, just through consistency. Yeah, definitely. And I know that kind of ties back to like D17 stuff is just like consistently mm -hmm. pushing, like there's always going to be days that your legs hurt or like you didn't, you know, you didn't get to do I don't know. You didn't go get to get the last thing in the final season of Fortnite before the new season comes out. And like, you know, like, you know, I, I was one of them kids cause I was playing modern warfare too, like a madman when I was in high school. So it was like, uh, do I go to practice on Saturday? It's, it's a captain's practice. So it's optional, but I could try to get this gold skin before like the day <laughs> is over. Um, and really just like pushing in just like, you got to keep going. You got to keep, things moving because, uh, you know, eventually things are going to get back to normal. Um, and you don't want to be that guy that's behind 
or you don't want to be that person that, you know, didn't take advantage of it, of this kind of time. Um, and I know, like jumping off the original question, um, kind of like what's expanding. So I kind of got into running, hence the hat. Yeah. Um, you know, just something it's like, okay, what can I do to constantly keep myself not only together, but really kind of like push the envelope, I guess you could say. I know people hate running. I was one of those, I played attack in lacrosse. I hated running. If that ball was going past, and you can ask my mom who's upstairs, if that ball was going past the box, I'm not going to get it. Like, if, <laughs> like I just, I, I mean, I'm like, I got to say, I tell coach, yo coach, I got to save my energy when the ball comes back. And like, I would make some, I'd make something happen, but it was like, you know, I was like, you know, maybe now that I'm, I'm a lot older, I can get into like running and I know running sucks. So I was like, how can I like make it kind of cool and like take my platform and really try to like, uh, you know, show people like, this is what running is about. And I had to learn about it myself, um, really things. Cause I hated running distance. Now I could, I could run two miles for fun. Like, I'm like, man, I got to get my run in today. And it's crazy. Cause if you ask me that when I was frankly enough, 17, I'm like, dude, I am not running this thing and it's not going to work. And like now kind of like taking not only the, the sportswear side that I have and kind of like taking a little bit of the artistic side, it's like, okay, let's try to make running like cool. Like let's try to make gear circled around it. That's cool. Like, you know, sometimes people just like, you look good, you feel good. Like you get something nice and you like, you might want to go out and take that run or just go out and do something. It could be on the field or it could be, you know, in the gym or something like that. Uh, just kind of like that kind of mantra to just keep going. So I, we've been running with the tagline, know your pace, because, you know, there's other people around you that might be moving at a different pace than you are. Um, and I kind of got that from like one of these running apps um, I think it's the Under Armour one. I found out that my stride is utterly terrible. So I was like, man, why is my why why am I getting tired so fast? It's because I didn't know my pace. Mm -hmm. So it was like, you need to slow the pace down, yeah. slow the strides down, take your time and like really go through it, which is crazy because that's what I've been doing with every other kind of business thing. So I'm like, all right, let me slow down. Now I can like run for miles because I I know my pace. I know when things are coming and then consistently doing it and building. Yeah. um it's it's like it's light work now that's awesome i think that's that's another great tagline to come from <laughs> um, but i think it's it's really important in life you know like you as a as a soccer player you know you're 18 years old you're going to compare yourself with every other 18 year old that's played the game mm. you know like that guy's 18 or that guy's 17 and i'm 20 years old why am i not exactly where he is because he's younger than me um and i think knowing your pace and being aware of who you are right, is is one of the most important steps that a that a human can can really make towards being successful yeah definitely once you do that it's it's all golden you just got to know where you want to go mm -hmm. um keep the consistency and then always build relationships with it because you never know you might be um, you know, you might be a kid on district rain, meet a cool kid like me. Like I might know somebody, you know, that could be around. It's like, yo, I know somebody that, you know, plays at Columbia FC, like, which is in the Maryland majors soccer. Mm -hmm. And they're, they got guys from 20 to 
however old, still playing and still trying to make a make a dent, not only in the community, but still trying to go out and show what they have. Um, and shout out to them for also giving me an opportunity to really expand the community platform um, and really just show, you know, what we can do. And it's funny because off relationships, the coach Carlos, I found out went to the same high school as me. So, and he was a little older than I am. And he saw the athletics logo, which is uh, orange, black, and white, which was my high school colors. And he's like, man, I love, I love that orange, black, and white. That was, that was my Oakland Mills Scorpions colors. I was like, are you kidding me? I went to Oakland Mills too. Now he graduated way before I did, Uh but I was like, I was like, yeah, I, there's pictures of me in, in the, in the hallway. My little sister is still up in the gym. She played basketball there, won a regional title. She's up in the hallways. So it's like that orange, black and white just sticks with me yeah. everywhere I go. And I, that's all my shoes I play in are always orange, black and white. Um, so I was just like, you know, it tells the story, not only of my community through athletics, um, but really just kind of humbles me to see how far, uh, like the brand has really come or like how I've kind of come mm-hmm. and I always know, and I know my coaches back in the day, they'll always say, I, I may not have been like, you know, all American, you know, I might get a couple County looks, but like, you knew if I touched the field, I, I'm going to do something that's going to make a difference. You know, it might not be every quarter, but you're going to remember me when that whistle blows and we're shaking hands at the end. And they're going to be like, you know, this guy, he's got something. So like, I try to do it now um, with the clothes and it's always interesting to see like somebody, I'll go to the gym and I like see some, like some kid on the uh, back when the gyms are open and like playing pickup and he like has a shirt on. I'm like, yo, that's my shirt. <laughs> I'm like, don't say nothing. He's kind of balling out right now. Then I find out he, I know like their brother or their sister and yeah. I'm like, Oh, okay. So he kind of knows the mission. Um, and kind of just like, you know, it's it's a it's like a little bit of a club aspect too in terms of that community but it's not like uninviting anyone it's like if you want to join the club yeah go for it. you know we're all open arms yeah that's awesome kind of jumping back to that relationship with columbia fc how did that start how did you start collaborating with them back to your first question instagram <laughs> that's really how it's really how it was it, i was on instagram I saw a buddy, I think I was, I saw a post from somebody else. And I think Columbia FC was giving out um, the Jersey cause there's a soccer shop up the street from here. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where they, I think they had like stuff in there that they were selling and somebody bought the, um, the Jersey. And I was like, the heck is Columbia FC? I've been on here forever. I never heard of no Columbia FC. Um, and then I went on Insta, did my research. I was like, let me look this up. And I was like, oh, they won this, they won this. And then um, I saw them on Instagram and they had just played a match um, at Blandair Park, which is really close to me. And I was like, I- how have I never seen these guys before? And so I got on Instagram and I had followed and I was always just like watching. I was like, these guys are good. Like, this is, this is crazy. Um, but I didn't know really what the premise of like the league they played in and stuff like that. But I was so sold on just like me being from Columbia and them being kind of like representing the area. It was just something that really drew me in. It's funny that it actually happened on Instagram and I just reached out and I was like, Hey, like, I don't know who runs this page, but I'm like a really, 
I'm like a fan. I was telling my friends, I'm like, yo, we got to go to the, one of these games or something. They're close. Like mm-hmm. they're free to attend. Like we should just go check it out. What, what have I got to lose? I'm, I'm watching Costa Rican pro soccer because of the lockdown, because like I can't catch any other one, any other games. So I'm like, okay, well, this is, this will be fun. And we went up and then I saw the coach and I was like, yo, like I make clothes. <laughs> so like, you know, kind of awkward, like, like, yeah, like I have this little thing. Um, it's called D17, but we're trying to get into athletics now, like nothing crazy, but just like, you know, showing you know community and sports and stuff and funny enough he's like just just dm me and it's funny because actually one of the players too i knew him we we actually had art class it's crazy how it all comes full circle we actually had art class together um and i knew him and he's like yeah let me talk tell carlos and then i was like hey like i love to i love to sponsor and it just started off small um but i was really hands-on with the sponsorship like i was always going to the practices I was, I was like, okay, so what's kind of missing that you guys might be looking for? Like, I mean, I know I, I like sponsored, but what, what can I do to help you guys get better? What can I do in terms of, I was like, yeah, I coached, I used to coach. I don't know much about soccer, but um, I know, I know the game enough that I could help like coach or something. And I was like, oh, well, if you guys need training bibs or something, like I, I can get you bibs. Like if, if you put me on the front, that'd be cool. He was like, yeah, he's like, yeah, that'd be amazing. That'd be amazing. And shout out to Carlos. And then he, and then as that relationship began to develop more, he was like, yeah, like we're going to make these new kits, man. And we're going to put you on it. And like, it, it wasn't even anything that I was like, hey, can you put me on here? Can you do this? He just did it out of the sheer fact that I was so bought into the mission yeah. and I was always like on social media reposting stuff. And I'd be like, yo, I'm at this game. If anyone's here, um, if they're playing in an indoor league, I'm here and stuff like that. And then, and, you know, I think we're two years in together. Um, if it wasn't for, if it wasn't for like COVID and anything, I was telling them like, yo, I'm bringing like 30 people to this game. Like uh, we're coming deep, like, cause I want to show support and like show people like, Hey, um, I have a friend who's a brother played on the high school team too. And I'm like, look, if you're not playing, you know, D one, two or three Juco, anything next year, like you can come play with these guys and these guys can ball. Like they've had dudes that play club at top D one schools. They've had guys that played overseas and stuff like that. And I was like, the career doesn't end. So I've been kind of been like an advocate of like showing you know stuff doesn't end when you graduate and that was kind of me when i graduated um because i was like man like i got picked up to play golf in philly but like i couldn't go because it was too expensive Mm -hmm. um which is how i ended up getting to towson because i thought i could walk on there but i was like you know i it's it was like playing for me was good, but it was like, I, I can't ball with these guys. Like I, I'm not going to back down. We're going to play something, but I'm not, I'm not, it really wasn't like my full ideal of what I wanted to do. And like, I, I'm not going to PGA. I'm not going anywhere else. Um, if I'm playing lacrosse, I'm not going to MLL. I'm not going to PLL. I just like playing. It was cool to represent yeah. my school. Um, and that, that's how we got into kickball, but it was like, <laughs> but it was cool just to like, show that community and represent each other and like, you know, have each other's back. And it was cool. Just like, 
getting that athletic kind of camaraderie. That's probably the biggest thing I miss the most is, is like, you know, people always say when the season's over, they're like, Oh, it's over. Like, thankfully, like I miss like going to, to your Buffalo wild wings with the team afterwards, just to kick it and talk or like, you know, pulling up in our like jackets and stuff before the game and like sitting together at lunch. Cause a lot of my friends today, I still, we still play together. We still talk. And, you know, if something, if they're doing something, I always, everybody else, Oh, how'd you know? Oh, I was my team. I was my teammate. you know the freshman is hanging out with the senior and like i told him, i was like dude i'm not gonna talk to you you're a freshman like what is that gonna be now he's like my closest homie and it's crazy because um it's just sports has always brought us together and it's crazy that you know now a brand it can be made from it um and it all just it all just comes full everything just comes full circle which is crazy so you know trying to keep off that and just like whatever comes in front of me we're just gonna keep it. We're just gonna ride with it and uh, do it together. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so as we come to the end, we want to open it up for questions on YouTube. Um, and while those questions on YouTube are coming through, um, let's talk about Angel City real quick. Yeah, I know I put that in the script, but that yeah. was. Um, so my buddy Jorge he's got me into like uh like the whole nwsl and it's crazy because the washington spirit are so close um and he's like a diehard Kristen press fan so when he saw the angel city stuff come out um he was like super excited and then the thing that really captivated me was a lot of the founding investors were like all women so it was like that's a big that's a big thing um and I just think it's just like super interesting. Like, I was just curious of like, I don't know if it's in the chat or like everyone's thoughts, like seeing that a lot of the invest, like it was like Serena Williams, Mia Hamm. Um, I forgot the chick, she was on Orange is the New Black, but it was like a whole bunch of just like putting women in the forefront. Like, mm -hmm. hey, like this isn't just the, the other league as people would say. And I'm like, no, these, they can ball too. Yeah. I'm not getting in front of no Megan Rapino <laughs> thinking that I can outplay them. Not today. Right. She would smoke me and it would be all over overtime, overtime soccer, <laughs> bleacher report. Like I'm I'm not getting in front of them. Like, and I really think it just shows the appreciation. Um I feel like I'm just rambling on, not letting anyone jump in. <laughs> no, I mean, but it just shows like the that's that's oh that's yeah it's just like women's sports yeah. women's sports it's just it's so much of an aspect of the game as well because my sister mm -hmm. played uh basketball at frostburg state and she five one and probably like first ballot frostburg hall of fame in terms of the in terms of the game and she's a purist like just all around fundamentals crazy um and it's just like exciting to see like the WNBA how they're growing and how they're like rebranding and seeing that, um, you know, the NBA players are showing their support, like, you know, RIP Kobe Bryant, but he was really a big aspect of as well with his daughter. And then seeing something like Angel City come together, like, look, 
this is NWSL is not going anywhere. LA is a major city and they're bringing all this together and, and it's, it's women in the forefront and not only women, but women of color, um, women of all types of orientations and just showing like, this is, this is the way the world is going to look, you know, and it's not dissing anything before it's showing like it's, there's more to this. And I feel like it's going to be so influential for like, you know, not only players, and I know my friend Jorge is dying for Christian to go to Angel City because uh, she's on Utah. Um, but just like how it's going to be, you know, you can be a business woman and you can own a team. You can you can do that stuff. And it's like there's stuff around here. Like you could get something with Washington Spirit. You could get something with, I don't know, the Utah Royals. You can do whatever, Chicago Red Stars. And um mm-hmm just like kind of piece it together you know it's just it's just it's exciting to see yeah i should do you have any thoughts on on the nwsl specifically? Uh, or nwsl or, or angel city which is a fire name by the way that's so that's tough so, so dope. <laughs> i love that name um i think it's great i think that having a team like angel city is a huge step forward um especially since Obviously, right now, COVID, like nothing's happening. But just being able to see this team come up and with the pandemic happening, with everything happening, they're still able to like, you know, build this fan base and get people talking about it. I think that's a huge deal. So look, really looking forward to seeing what they do. The rollout was crazy from them. And the way they did the video, because I saw the video on Twitter and I was like, once they started showing the names of like, mm-hmm the i guess like the initial investors i was like once i saw like serena williams i was like oh yeah this this franchise about to do something (laughs) you gotta bring if you gotta bring the big dogs in and then uh, you might have to watch out and i know i think i don't think they're playing until 2022 or i'm not sure i i don't think they're playing in the following season i think it might be two seasons but it's I'm just not crazy. Worried about when they start playing because what they what they're doing in the in the buildup and how they're going to continue is so important that mm-hmm. I was just like, this is awesome! I'm so excited about it. And yeah, they're gonna they're gonna play at, at some point. Oh, yeah, <laughs> and it it's it, dog the city of angels to bring something like that yeah. is just wild. Like now you can put them. You can put them with like the Lakers or the Sparks or like, you know, the Dodgers and stuff like that. Now you can put Angel City and when they represent, it's going to be, it's going to be good. You know, it's, it's definitely going to really bring a lot of attention, especially since it's a major city. Um, So just being able to show that and just like keep it going, like you guys mentioned during this kind of time. It's just like super awesome to see. I just had to throw it in there. It was just. Uh... We had a, a question on YouTube uh, that got a little bit of traction uh, saying, when are we going to get a District Rain D17 jersey collaboration? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Hopefully, you know, when things get better, yeah. like it would be really great to see it on the field. Definitely. Um, 
I don't know what people's thoughts are, but I love taking like player opinions. Mm-hmm. Um, honest, I love y'all's emblem. The Jonas, that Jonas crazy. I was like, that's that's so dope. When I saw it with like the rain and just like the horse, I was like, oh my gosh, they about to be stomping <laughs> on people. And then um, I don't know who posted like the the training video from I think it was like two days ago. I was like, if this had the jersey with the you know, the collab on it, it'd be crazy. Like even something small. And plus I'm, yeah, I'm a big fan of the red, black and white, obviously. Yeah. So it was like, ah, oh, it just, it just fits so perfectly. So um, hopefully we can get it together at some point and really like get it to the fans and get it for, you know, the teams and, you know, pushing it together. Cause it's oh, whoever said that, I don't know who it is, but I'd like to get to know you. I'm I'm actually going to send you a message uh, about that particular individual because I think there could be something special there. Oh yeah, I love I love rollouts. I love just like seeing how it pieces together, especially when you get that first like player interaction. Um, I know like quick story um, with Columbia FC, even something small. Um, I spoke with Carlos and like I worked with him directly to getting them the training bibs that they still use yeah. and. Um, I came out to the practice and I just had the box and that has been when none of the guys knew me. I try to show up enough during the practices to be like, Hey, like I'm the D 17 guy. So it's like, <laughs> um, you know, not to be like weird. Cause it's, it's only weird because we're like all the same age. So it's like, so it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm bringing the something. And I brought the, um, I brought the bibs to like a night practice and they're just like, who is this dude? Cause I just pulled up. I just had like, work clothes still on and everything. Um, and Carlos and I worked together to getting the bibs. And I was like, all right, I'll bring them. And he laid them out like on the, like on the end line. Everybody's like, yo, everybody come over. And Carlos always like hypes me up, which is the funniest thing. Cause like, like I said, to me, I'm just like the most humblest dude, but he hypes me up. I'm like standing in the bleachers and he's like, everybody come around. Uh, our sponsor D 17 athletics that guy and i'm just <laughs> I'm like hey, hey and he was like he's brought us some training bibs like we're gonna take it to the next level we know it's something small but you know you gotta look good when you practice and he just pulls them out lays them out and he's like everybody grab a color and it was like watching kids in a candy store and i was like okay it's just it's just cool to put like your imprint on something and people are like oh yeah let's go i'm yeah. ready people doing skill moves and like finessing and everything in practice. I'm like, okay, the juice is here. Like, <laughs> that's what I'm here for. And then once that kind of grew, um, we did the new kits. Um, shout out to Carlos for putting them together, the loyalty, honor, protect his house, which is crazy. And then they threw me on the back, um, which is cool. I was like, yeah, Carlos sent me the first picture. He's like, Yo, I, I put the sauce on these things, man. Look at the gold D17 on the back. Yeah. And then it's like people hitting me up, like, yo, I got to get a jersey. I got to get a jersey. I got to do this. I'm like, I want one too. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm telling Carlos, I'm like, I need mine. Like, it's just, it's just crazy to see, like, you know, slapping the D17 logo. Like, people instantly know, like, it's come out, it's about community and kind of tying all that. It's about community. It's about, you know, hard work. It's about really like putting yourself out there. But, 
kind of like on the district rain thing side too. When it's time to ball, like I'm ready to go. Yeah. Like that, that kind of just came from me, like being an athlete, like, you know, when I saw you guys post a training video and they're like running through the cones and doing this and doing that, I seen the girls in there. I seen the guys in there. Um, I think you guys streamed a fitness class like yeah, not too long ago. I'm like, all right, it's time to go. Mm-hmm. Like, like I, every, any sport I play, it, it could be 2K like on the game. <laughs> and, my, and my friends know whenever we start a game and we're playing five on five, I'm dropping a dime every time. <laughs> like we're putting up a hundred and if it ain't close to a hundred, it's going to be 99. So mm-hmm. it's like, you know, I'm ready to ball. I hope my mics doesn't like edge out, but it's like, you know, it's time to go. And it's just crazy that you guys like welcomed me into the district rain family. And it's like, like, I wish I played because I'd, yeah, I'd be out there letting you coach me too, man. I'd be, <laughs> I'd be like, all right, I'm ready. Let's run some some cones or something, some shuttle drill. I, yeah. I can't do – I can run the drill, but, like, put a ball in front, I'm tripping over the top of it. <laughs> but it's just, like, it's just cool to see even the players were like, yo, like, coach, we ready. Like, I'm yeah. ready to go. And I'm like, okay, that's the type of people that I want to be around. Yeah. And it just kind of grows and grows. And, like, even if we do do the collab, it's like – it's just like motivation, you know, yeah. like you, you, you represent the crest, like you represent the, the, the district rain crest, you represent the D 17, like logo. And it's like, I'm unique. I'm on a team that is about family. I'm helping my community as well. I saw it was like earth day and like, you know, people like picking up trash and stuff like that. So it's like all just kind of ties together. And then it's like, all right, let's do this thing. I'm mad this, COVID is here and like I'm praying for everybody that we all get through this but I'm, I'm ready to do something <laughs> yeah. we've already got our first order from uh, Seattle Washington oh yeah it's I love it I think Columbia <laughs> FC was in the chat too um, yeah. they're the homies man and even like having the kids meet some of the Columbia FC guys mm-hmm. um, you know I think it'd be cool yeah. um, or even come out you know when stuff clears up like come out to a game because they they can ball too. They get they they got they got dogs on that team, and that's that's just like the coach coming out of me because it's like <laughs> I'm ready. Like I'm I'm like the quietest guy like in the corner. Mm-hmm. Like I just be chilling, doing my own thing. But even when we was playing kickball, it's crazy. Just the the lightest sport. When the lights come on, I'm ready to go. When <laughs> when the head when the headband comes on, <laughs> I'm ready. I might be a little. A little slow i might be a little you know i need to stretch a little bit more but it's like it's you know when you see the d17 man it's time to ball like i don't care what sport it is it could be basketball it could be soccer lacrosse i used to play golf i'm talking i'm talking smack on the golf course like you just not you're not gonna get me you could be a one foot on the putt i'm like dog you gonna miss that like it's just everything i'm i'm always just like pushing it and when my sister was playing i'm screaming on the sidelines like yo she can't guard you she can't go. it's like my sister's humble like me and it's just like i love sports i love making stuff um i love soccer right now i wish i loved it before yeah. um and it because it was always like so fond of me so shout out to like my friends for really introducing me to like the soccer community they always be like teasing me all the time and trying to test me on like players and countries so um it's always funny and uh yeah, that's me. <laughs> yeah, I think this has been a, a really, really great episode. I love the energy. I love the collaboration. Um, 
I love the community that we're building. Um, we haven't had any other questions come in on YouTube. Um, so we, we have come full circle back to the back to the headband. Yeah, we have. Ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, I wish I wish I had it because I, I you know like those uh those like Nike headbands, but they're like the yeah. ninja ones. Yeah. Once and like my my teammates will tell you like when I was first I'm so that that kind of like everything that kind of builds in. I don't want to keep us all too long, but that all kind of builds in to everything. So like the running hats have actually uh, like headband like material around the, um, I guess it's like the forefront of the head. Yeah. So like, it's like, okay, I like my headband. You can't see it. But <laughs> at, once, yeah. once we got the headband, I was like, yo, it's time to go. Cause I'm, I'm a real sweater. I'm one of these guys whenever I'm playing anything. Uh -huh. Once, once I discover what the what the the headband was, and it's not the sweatband, like I'm in the '70s or something, those Nike Ninja headbands, yeah. I'm like, oh, it's over. And I always do my pregame routine. I like to like get down like Spider Man and like stretch everything. But once you see me wrap the headband one time, you know I'm good. Once we double knot it, don't say nothing to me. I'm throwing, <laughs> I'm throwing heat from this ball. I couldn't kick that thing though. I couldn't kick it, but when you put me in the outfield, I'm chasing that thing down like it was my job. <laughs> like, so, and that's just off kickball, but, you know, it's just funny that, you know, competitive nature does not stop at all. And it's just, once you get that, once you get that headband, now I might have to make my own headbands yeah, I think or like some district rain headbands. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, it's something small, but it's like, hey, yo, you throw this thing on. You got nothing but it. that was our old uh last summer the release was champions only so mm -hmm. it's like you know you want to be a part of the club you got to be a champion like you yeah. gotta you gotta be the ones so when you throw on that district rain headband you better be ready to hold up some cup trophies or something yes, we, don't, we don't play for participation we play for, <laughs> for uh we play to win <laughs> that's a that's the move oh yeah <laughs> and shout out everybody in the chat <laughs> you got a shout out to them yeah exactly all right so let's let's wrap this episode up episode 12 the d17 digs v17 oh yeah <laughs> ready to get after them everybody all the players I don't know y'all yet, but I would like to get to know y'all. Reach out on Instagram. I, I know all the posts are going out. I know I was, whoever's posting them. Somebody's posting them. But like, <laughs> reach out. I'm a cool guy. Like, I'm in a back room doing this amazing interview. I said, I have studio lights. I, I wanted to be ready for this because this is my introduction to like great things. I know cool people. Like, let's get this virus out the way and just start putting up tearing twine like i don't know like <laughs> like i'm ready like i'm telling you matt i'm telling you when these games start i'm in there i'm 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 screaming like you can ask carlos i came to every game i came to the games that like nobody came to in the in the indoor league it's not even the official season he yeah. just said oh this is just preseason i'm showing up i'm putting my face on the glass i wasn't screaming too much but I'm like telling my friends, I'm like, yo, you got to watch these boys play indoor five on five. This is, this is crazy. And I'm like, I'm watching the other team. They up like 
Columbia's up like 17 to one. I'm like, boop, another one. We ain't done yet. We got up 30 <laughs> by the end. It's the first half. And like, and I'm talking, I'm talking smack to the, the guys that come in. They, you know how they like run and hit the wall when yeah. they're like playing in the indoor. I'm talking smack to them. I'm like, you ain't got nothing on these boys. That's, that's coming off the wall. It's so bad. Carlos got in and had, a, and had insisted a goal. I was like, y'all are done for. It, it's dogs on this team. And, and District Rain, we just getting them young. And they about to ball out too. So... <laughs> gotta love it dope. that's dope looking forward to it man oh, um, yeah. I should we have our our end credits yes we got our logos up check out all of these people that are supporting us supporting the move supporting the motion going forward we've got BNG Customs who is sending us a lot of gear and a lot of apparel um, they're doing our current kits at the moment uh, One Step Beyond Fitness takes care of all our fitness needs, uh, mentality and spirituality and beyond. Um, D17, which we have the honor and pleasure of talking to this evening, a new collaboration going forward. Uh, Davis Designs puts us up with stickers, magnets, uh, all the things where we want to put our logos uh, and leveling the playing field. Fantastic organization um, that helps us out with gear and making sure all our players have all of the things they need to improve their skills. So thank you, sponsors. Thank you, audience, on episode 12 with D17, Terrence Diggs. Thanks, everybody. Yeah, thank you, everyone.